The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow. I'm joined tonight by Sue Timberlake and John Roberts. Hey there. And, uh, well, before we get to talking about uh, all impeachment all the time, uh, I want to just mention a few things. So, uh, we are always interested in hearing from our listeners uh, sometimes even during the show. And you can reach us in a few different ways. Uh, email is civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. Twitter is at civilpoliticsfm. And facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio is our community there. We do also have our own unique website with uh, recordings of previous episodes of the show, uh, supplemental episodes, and other good stuff. And that's quite simply civilpoliticsradio.com. While we're doing the show, Jama does try to find links to support and back up or uh, disprove the crazy things that come out of my mouth and, and also the stuff that comes out of Sue's mouth. And uh, when he does that, he uses the hashtag civil references to make it easier to follow along on Facebook or Twitter. <clears throat> also... Um, I should mention once again, if you go to civilpoliticsradio.com, you will find our dedicated uh, trusted news source search that genre thought up and that we sort of cobbled together out of sources that we all thought were worth the trouble of listening it's to. It's actually quite sophisticated, not cobbled together. Well... Sure. <laughs> Basically, it is a custom Google search uh, that searches specific sites, and all of those sites are uh, voted on by the by the panel. So we, as a group, all agree for all of these sites that they are trusted. And they provide good information. So if you're trying to find uh, news or uh, some sort of uh, commentary or something, uh, and you want to make sure that it's vetted and true and something that we actually use during the show, then you can go to civilpoliticsradio.com and click on that. And there's also a list of all of the uh, sources that we that we use on the um, on the thing there. Okay. Well, I say cobbled together because John put in a lot of work and uh, and it's slick. And it's slick. and uh, <laughs> But we're cobbled together because we all disagree on everything. Is that what you were trying to say? <laughs> uh, more I was referring to the amount of effort I put into it. But yes, oh, yes, that's oh. right. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm certainly not outing myself as some kind of lazy slacker. No. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. My soccer team, we have a whole category of slackers. There's the people that work hard and then the slackers. And I, I fancy myself to be among the slackers. Although if asked to do something, I do do it, but mm. but mostly I just go to play soccer. So uh, anyway, oh, one last thing I just want to mention before we uh, get into talking about the big news this week is that uh, well, happy happy autumn, everybody! It is indeed 
uh, in the waning of the year as the dark increases and the cold begins to gather. Thank God. <laughs> Thank <You're> God. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> soon, soon all the insects will die. He thinks I'm. He, he thinks it's a joke. No, you don't think it's a joke. No, I don't. I, I know. Just like laughing into like my, that. My time of power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, Tremble. you're already the one who pushes all the buttons. Yeah, but now I can concentrate. Oh well, that'll be great. So uh, I also just want to mention. Uh, you know, we're nearly through se- September. Uh, coming up in about five weeks, we're going to have our Valley Free Radio Fall Pledge Drive. So, you know, sharpen your pencils and pens and get your checkbooks extra extra slick or however you want to put that. Uh, save your pennies for us. Yes, save your pennies for us. <laughs> because we need every penny. <laughs> yes. And uh, we will be once again doing uh, my sorry, my, my mother and I will once again be doing the, the matching gift where ten dollars for each unique donor Excellent. and uh, an extra thousand dollars if we get 103 unique donors in that pledge drive all to commemorate the my, my brother David Dow of of blessed memory. So that's great that you do that. And and I'm not kidding. We do need every penny. We put it to really good use. So yep. it's yep. it's. All, all volunteer. The whole station runs, runs on fumes, and we run very well on fumes. So, yep. But with enough money, we can put in a dedicated civil politics ticker tape to catch up <laughs> on all the latest news and really get up, <laughs> out from behind the technological curve. Now you're showing your age with a ticker tape. <laughs> <laughs> what do they do for ticker tape parades now? By the way, they tear up confetti. I oh, think, okay. Don't they? They, they did. People just dump paper. Yeah, it's not the same. No. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, with autumn has come uh, some really surprisingly rapid changes here. Greta uh, Thunberg? <laughs> well, Greta Thunberg has been really impressive, actually. Uh, Was she 16? She's 16. Yeah. And... The Where did way she that let them a, have it? <laughs> yeah, well, the way with, that within a year the... Um, her taking Fridays off to sit in front of the Swedish parliament and protest has really caught on around the world, and uh, it, I can see why. Yeah. Uh, i got to say, uh, I, I really did feel bad, uh, like, like personally... Ashamed. Uh, ashamed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, when she spoke at the UN, it's like, don't look to me for leadership. Don't look to me for hope. You're the yeah. grown-ups. You should fix this. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see um, Samantha B? I didn't. Oh, she did a really good um, discussion of exactly that, yeah. and showed scenes where uh, Greta was saying things, and then she said, "I feel really ashamed and have to go in the other room right now." <laughs> yeah. No, and it was true. It's really it was quite, and I think we're all very worried about. Well, I think that's one of the reasons why the she's climate. she's uh, come in for such vitriol is because. I think a lot of the people, uh, men especially, who who want to criticize her, like you know, they don't want to feel ashamed, and so it's easier to attack the messenger than yeah. look in the mirror. Um, plus, as uh, I can't remember who it was, but somebody I saw on Twitter sort of observed, you know, it's it's not often you see a 16-year-old girl who's becomes. Uh, very prominent in the media, you know, becomes an internationally known figure, uh, 
and it has nothing to do with sex. Yeah, it doesn't have to do with yeah. It's it's actually great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I agree. But it's like, oh yeah, yeah. I wonder that's if true. Joan of Arc was like that. <laughs> uh, yes, probably. Yeah, probably. Except I think younger. Yeah. So, um, uh, the the visual of her glaring daggers at President Trump at the UN is certainly, uh, you know, priceless. And also, I think kind of a it seems it was kind of a, a an omen of what was to come for him this week. Yeah, yeah. So, did we talk at all about the whistleblower complaint last week? I don't think it had come out yet. It's it's all come out since the, since our last show, hasn't it? Well, um, I saw a timeline which I thought was pretty helpful because I had forgotten what was when and who was where. And this is what they said on Monday: people were asking Nancy Pelosi um, if uh, impeachment was anywhere in the future at any at any uh, any point in time, and um, and she was sort of not talking about it and by friday you know it's all underway so i think i think it really mostly happened this week you know the the uh transcript was being discussed i think last friday but that really when the uh, whistleblower complaint came out that really took care of everything so so it's been five days really yeah five days that it's evolved from uh gee what's what's happened over there to and she had didn't Nancy Pelosi have a press conference yesterday? Was it yesterday or the day before? What's today? Friday. Friday. Well, Tuesday yeah. is when she she said, "All right, look, we're uh, yeah. we're going to start formal impeachment hearings." Yeah. Like it it it, yeah. it started snowballing really fast. Yeah. But can you know, and they they're, they're going to meet over because they're taking a um, they're off right now for um, the October. Yeah, there's a the recess happening, recess. but the uh, the relevant House committees are going to keep keep right at it. Yeah. So oh, uh, I just got a little text from a listener. Thank you. Uh, just saying, if Greta Thunberg inspires you, you'll love these four teen climate activists, too. And it's a link to a FastCompany.com article, which I'm sure John can throw up on our page. Yeah, or um, I love FastCompany. FastCompany is actually not on our list. Yes, I but that was them, the link that got sent to me. That's I, all I'm saying. <laughs> but we didn't I, vet them. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh, FastCompany is not on our list. I just wanted to let everybody know I am going to put that up, but uh, just yeah. – I just wanted to say that before I put. And that I up. think, Mike, oh, yeah. you'd probably like it. It's it's about um, it's a magazine that was started about twenty years ago, and it's about companies that are young and dynamic and growing up quickly. So it's really it's pretty much a tech. Well, a I've tech never heard magazine. of it, so yeah. I guess it must be young and dynamic. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, sort of like Wired. It's like in that in venue only. It's other businesses too, but it's like Wired magazine. I thought that magazine was called Weird. Anyway, um, <laughs> right. So getting. Uh, uh, yeah. And there are yeah. some others. I have a couple of names, actually, that I wrote down during the process and I'm drawing a blank on them. But young women mostly. Yeah. And I think one young man yeah. who aren't Greta. Uh, did you say Thunberg? I think it's how it's pronounced. Yeah. Um, but not being Swedish, but they're um, equally prominent in their own countries. Oh, yeah. And, and quite. Yeah. Remarkable. I saw a, a group of three young teenage, three teenagers from uh, Greenland who. Were, yeah talking about their concerns you know yeah. so. uh just so um when everybody looks at that link and it'll be on the facebook uh the, it is listing for teens that are that are people of color yes i think that's important to mention yeah yeah the ones i saw um the ones i had on my list were people of color yeah 
Well, thanks to uh, thanks to the way our our global society is organized, it's people of color who are taking the brunt of the the damage first. So, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, um, so that's, that's kind of change in a nutshell. And okay, on to the next. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so uh, credit uh, glowering at the president and him being shamed. <laughs> right. Well, I I I do just want to say, uh, it, climate change is something we all believe in and we all care about. And uh, it is something that needs to be uh, uh, that we need political solutions to, to deal with urgently. Um, I do think uh, that's something we're going to keep watching. But like I uh, like I, I'm hoping that this climate strike and these demonstrations this week are going to lead to some real political some action at uh, from various world governments and to and to real changes in how people vote next year. But, you know, I, I, I think. Uh, sorry, I, I think we're going to pivot to uh, talking about uh, the investigation of the president right now because I think that's the more immediate story for us to talk about. We'll be coming back to climate change, I'm oh, sure, we'll, as well. We'll talk about it a lot, I'm sure. Yeah. All right. And I, I, I know I'm, I'm not that op optimistic about, you know, climate change. Well, are you optimistic about uh, uh, impeaching President Trump? Or do you think that's going to happen? Optimistic. I wouldn't use that word exactly. Oh. Um, point of order. Point of uh, order. He is being impeached. Yeah, he just hasn't been. He, he won't has impeaching get tried means then, it, inquiry. He, being impeached means he's being investigated by, by the House. He's not been removed, no. which is a different uh, process. You're... you're uh, uh, Point of counter order, you're you're you you mixed up a step. Impeachment uh -huh. is a formal proceeding. It's a yes. vote by the House to actually present articles of impeachment to the Senate, which follows the inquiry. But that's right. So right. we're in the inquiry stage. They okay. haven't actually had. They, they are holding hearings about impeachment. But he the, has not actually been impeached. But yet. the vote in the House is actually to refer it to the Senate. Yes, it's, that, it's to that, refer that, it. It's not a conviction. Yes, they vote on articles if the vote carries. Uh, by simple majority, it then goes to the to the Senate. the 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 Chief Justice right. presides over the over the hearing, uh, the trial. Really, the people from the House present the case. The Senate sits in judgment, and then two thirds of the Senate votes uh, to convict or acquit. And if they vote to yeah. convict, he's removed from office. I just want to. Uh, it's a lot of people when they hear impeachment, they think. He is being removed from office, right? And it's a different. It, that is a different part of the of the process. Yes. Uh, so I think that's really important for oh, yeah. people to think about. Yeah, absolutely. We've had two pre previous presidents impeached, but neither was convicted. So. And one was almost impeached, but he left. Yeah. Yeah, and I still think they. I still think Andrew Johnson got away with it. Anyway, uh, he, he did. It was one vote, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah he's a, they bought from Tennessee. Or I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but oh man, Andrew Johnson. Anyway, um, so uh, I'm so, sorry. What so, were so you were we're saying we're, something? I hope you were saying something because I've totally lost the thread. Uh, yeah, me too. Well, and it's just how quickly this has developed after yes. after all the Mueller stuff that's taken two years and carried on and is complicated and 500 pages. This this sort of devolved in about a week. <laughs> well, the, the, I th one because it was I think private. It, I mean, it was in, it was confidential. Well, I think one reason why this has blown up so fast is because there is this stew of of reasons of 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 problems that 
in and of themselves could serve as a basis for impeachment hearings and possibly an actual impeachment uh, going to the Senate. For example, uh, issues with the president's personal finances. There's a reason he's been fighting over releasing his taxes. You know, like there's the, the, the matter of the law in California about they have to release their federal tax returns and they're fighting that. There's the law in New York. Uh, and this is why this is different, uh, by the way, from uh, uh, the one in California, is because uh, that's about New York state returns. President Trump is technically listed as a resident of New York, so he files taxes in that state as a New York resident. And, you know, they're like, well, you know, you have to disclose your state tax returns if you're going to run for statewide office in New York. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, which is a different issue. And that's in federal court. And that's interesting because, like, ultimately, that's a matter for the state courts. And the state constitution, like, because states have authority to judge how they're going to handle elections. Yeah. So, um, and and then, uh, you know, there's there's all the stuff involving uh, the uh, Stormy Daniels and uh, uh, corrupt payments to keep her quiet uh, just before the election, which is campaign, uh, finance. campaign finance violations, which sound bloodless, but on the other hand, like, you know, that's exactly the way people rig elections with campaign finance violations. So um, uh, uh, there, there's the the matter of the uh, uh, it's at least two different suits over violations of emoluments clauses in the Constitution. Yeah. And one got reinstated that had been. Un yeah, <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> because there, there, there's a one about getting emoluments from foreign sources and another from domestic sources. Yeah. There's two different clauses. Yeah. And that the, the postal building. Yeah, it's it is. Um, and and all the stuff with coordinating with Russia and yeah. uh, obstruction of justice there and obstruction of justice involving uh, Congress subpoenaing his tax returns, not getting yeah. them. And yeah, there's a lot of documents. that. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see next week because they are going to subpoena documents about the Ukraine, from what I understand. Well, they, and the question is, will they get them from um, is it from Pompeo? Bar? Mike Pompeo. Well, yeah. uh, the the, the Congress, uh, the House actually had asked the secretary. Yeah. Secretary of State, the State Department, for uh, documents a couple of weeks ago, and today they said we still haven't gotten those documents. Here's a here's a little reminder in the mail. You'll recognize it because it looks like a subpoena. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they said, you know, we, we expect these. I forget what the deadline by is, Friday but, or something. Uh, I think week. it's next week. But yeah, that's yeah. like we expect these soon. Uh, that we will be holding you in contempt if you don't, because that we will consider that to be a, a deliberate obstruction. So. Yeah, the news titans. The news titans. Yeah, um, and I do think that in some to some degree, Trump brought it on himself. This last some one. degree. <laughs> no, no, I mean this last one. Somebody had said that in March, Nancy Pelosi had said something like, um, "You know, the the Mueller thing is complicated, and there'd be lots of you mm -hmm. know research and process, and who knows where it will go, and the facts will lead it where it goes." But she had said to other people that um, she thought that if they just continued to work on it that eventually he would impeach himself. And I think this event, because he came right out and said what he'd done, and he had no clue. I think he has no clue that it's against the law what he's asking the Ukraine to do. Interesting. And I I just find that sort of, I mean, that he really, because he repeated what he'd done. Oh, yeah. You know, and then they released the, um, it wasn't a transcript, I guess it was a, um, Summary, a personal summary. A, a, a summary of, of notes taken during the yeah, meeting. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, Go ahead, John. Right? It's called calling? a um, uh, 
basically a memorandum of a of telephone um, conversation. It's a it's called a memcon. Uh, it's a comp- compilation, basically a compilation of uh, staffer notes, um, people that people's recollection, and uh, and so on. Um, that has been released. That is not a transcript. That yeah, is yeah. basically uh, what everybody remembers that he said. Well, yeah. it's 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 a digest of the uh, what's supposed to be the important stuff in the call exactly. because that gets shared with, hey, I deal with the Ukraine at the State Department or you know at the Treasury or whatever, you know, like all these different departments. Like I should and probably know, know what's going on, right? Exactly. What did the president just say to the president of Ukraine? Yeah, we might need to know that. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like so why actual... are they suddenly talking about vanilla ice cream all of a sudden? Oh, it came up in this call uh, two days ago. You know, yeah. so so here's the question. Sorry. The FBI doesn't tape interviews, which is why there's been some huh? fluff over interviews that they've had with suspects they shot. Do you remember they shot that guy? Oh, oh okay. Yeah, and they had no they don't they don't tape them in certain circumstances. So I just want to yeah, know when they're in the field, I think. Yeah. Well, no, they they did the interview in a room in an FBI room and they didn't they they do notes. They do the same thing. Here's the question. Crazy. Why would you not tape it? I just don't get the president's it. phone call with the president yes, of Ukraine. Yes, always. Yeah. Uh, there's a transcription. Yeah. Uh, the, um, I don't know if there's an audio recording. Uh, audio. I mean, honestly, like for just spitballing, well, an audio recording might be a little harder to well, contain. When you transcribe, be, yeah, they they tape it and they and yeah, they transcribe, usually, yeah. and then they go back to the tape if mm-hmm. they're not sure what they what it yeah. was. So usually those are the they go together. Well, so I, I just, mean, let's face it, the I'm U.S. Just, government can afford all the data storage they need. Um, true. I, I'm uh, just I'm just shocked that you know that's. But it, they did. Re- they they do have a transcript. Yes, they did record it. It's just for some reason. Oh, that's the one that went on the extra secure. Yeah, they put it basically a gapped server. Yeah, on the on the uh, server that is reserved for code word, code um, word clearance. Yeah, clearance. Yeah, which they don't usually do, but yeah. apparently that might be a practice now of certain calls that. Well, they were saying in the in the whistleblower exactly. that they actually yeah, were other exactly. things that had been um, relegated to the secret. Exactly. The secret stash. So. Exactly. And Which also makes you think that they knew they were doing something wrong. Oh, ab- ab- absolutely. Yeah. And this is so, so understandable. It's so much easier than whose business dealing with what and Manafort. And well, yeah, this is pretty This is pretty easy to I mean, understand. Plenty of this stuff, uh, uh, plenty of these uh, uh, issues that have been dogging the president and people have been talking about for uh, uh, as possible basis for impeachment. I mean, they're not that complicated. The idea, you know, like... We paid a porn star $130,000 to keep quiet about, uh, uh, you know, uh, a sexual encounter with him because we thought it might look bad just before coming out just before the election. It's I like think Clinton didn't pay Lewinsky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, but he wasn't up for re-election anyways. Yeah, no. And wasn't. it happened, you know, yeah. after his final election. Yeah. So, uh it's the kind of thing that's like, oh, okay, I get that. And the law is if you, you know, if if I pay somebody $130,000 on behalf of your election campaign, that counts as a campaign contribution. Yeah. Yeah. And it, you have to disclose something that big. And they didn't. So that's, yeah. you know, like they're trying to, like, play fast and loose with the rules. They're trying to, 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 to cheat on the election. Now, that may not get people's blood boiling in the same way, but I think that's pretty clear what that's about and why that's bad. Yeah. You know. 
But this is the whole story's all woven together in a nice little ball. It oh, isn't yeah. 40 stories, you know, a little bit over here, a little bit over there. Well, it hasn't come out in dribs and drabs in the same way. That's part That's of it. That's true. So it's like, we're, you know, it's like the miniseries. It's all in one week. And right. It's like eight hours of it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which yeah, is I, just about as long as the American. Um, oh, I'm lazy, too. Attention. I, I admit it. But, yeah, no, it's great when, like, you know, Netflix does, like, a little thing you can binge <laughs> in, like, like, four hours or whatever. And still remember who the character is by the time you get to the end. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and and I think you're right that it is also uh, just easier to grasp. It's like he's the president, and he's saying, if you want this foreign aid, dig up dirt about Joe Biden for me. And we're not calling you till you till you agree to it, agree to play ball. Right. right? Is that the right? And uh, and uh, there, you know, there was a story on NPR yesterday. Uh, that said, you know, th there was a memo from the Pentagon saying, hey, uh, we're concerned about corruption in the Ukraine and we've looked into it. And, uh, yeah, they're 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 making progress. They're making strides. So we should feel OK about selling them weapons. And, you know, like which totally undercuts the president saying, like, oh, it wasn't about trying to get leverage for, a, you know, to help with my campaign. It was all about we're worried about corruption. It's like, well, all right. That's that's not actually borne out by. The government's own. And are Jared and Ivanka away? Because they always run away when there's something that hits the press. Do you know? Uh, I haven't heard anything about them in the I, this week. <laughs> I assume they're overseas visiting foreign countries. Somewhere. I have no <laughs> idea what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I heard about them was apparently there was some kerfuffle where people were. Uh, 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 I, I don't know something about criticizing Ivanka for. For Chinese like, patents? <laughs> well, not like I—I I don't know. I—I don't—I don't quite understand it. But it was something about like you know, did she really convert to Judaism and and whatever? And it's I—I I can't tell how much of it is like you know internal garbage. Like, yeah, in, you know, garbage within like the Jewish community, which I don't want to touch, and I don't know, and I'm yeah. not one of them. Uh, you know, I'm not part of the tribe. And how much of that is just like, are they trying to you know dog whistle to the? neo-nazis or something i mean i don't know what this is about yeah. yeah i don't know like i i i caught the tail end of some discussion about that on twitter and i was like i don't hmm. whatever hmm. that know. one i hadn't heard I, I i or any version you know anything close to that i was I just curious no idea if that if that amounts to anything but but well, you know somebody they say you know watch when ivanka and jared sort of go out of town because it's about to hit the fan and they don't want to be true. anywhere near trump that's true uh, uh i don't know where they are <laughs> somebody should start a website there yeah uh, are they in aspen because you know uh, yeah. skiing oh no wait it's too early <laughs> well maybe not in some place like aspen or whatever yeah. though uh yeah um uh, Sorry, I, I'm sort of remembering some stories I saw about glacial melt in the Swiss Alps, which <laughs> uh, is not relevant to impeachment. So. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's going to be one of those evenings. But it yeah. really has happened fast this week, and mm -hmm. it, it really is interesting to see. And there are rumors that there's 30 to 35 Republicans that may go along with impeachment. Now, that's a Republican rumor from inside the Republican gossip factory so you mean in the house no in the senate uh well okay and, and uh when we come back i can tell you what mitch mcconnell said he uh uh in if order I remember to remember what it was if impeachment actually does happen if they want to st if, if, if for trump to stay in office he needs 34 votes 
So he needs 34 votes, 34 senators to stick with him. So Yeah. So, I don't know, are we at a break? I thought we were close. Are we not? Not quite. Uh, I was going to tease that what Mitch McConnell said. Yeah, I'm not the boss, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. all right. So we'll break, <laughs> and we'll come back with uh, the the uh, whatever uh, whatever the the turtle from Kentucky has to say. All right. Now that was you me. know I that's apologize. a slur. It, it, it yeah, you're right. No, that's... no, I mean in Chinese that the worst it's worse the worst swear you can say to somebody is to call him a turtle. The translated version of that. Huh. No, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either, but I had some yeah. Chinese friends who. Yeah, I, I'm a fan of Mitch that. McConnell, but that is a cheap shot. I, yeah. I regret it. So, anyway, I, don't. <laughs> I I do get the. I've seen the uh, imitation, so I understand. Yeah. So we're going to play a few PSAs, promos, and station IDs, and then we'll be back with more civil politics in just a few minutes. Don't go away. We'll be right back. STDs often have no symptoms, but if left untreated, they can lead to serious health problems, especially for young women. Every year in the U.S., about 24,000 women become infertile from untreated STDs, which means they may never be able to have kids. It's important to get tested regularly. All STDs are treatable. Many are curable. GYT, get yourself tested. Go to GYTnow.org to find a testing center near you. A message from CDC. Nerd Night NoHo is proud to support Valley Free Radio, where a monthly speaker series featuring experts from the community talking about art, culture, and science. You can find us at noho.nerdnight.com. Sure, humans can be a little weird at times, but take it from me, I'm a dog. And a person is about the best thing that can happen to a shelter pet. So if you want to learn how you can be that person, get down to your local pet shelter or visit the shelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. I never get the flu. My kids don't need more shots. I don't have time. We're all healthy. My asthma's under control. I'm pregnant. I've had the flu. It's not a big deal. My kids are too old the for flu. The media is exaggerated. I can fight it naturally. No matter how you build your excuses, the flu can blow your house down. Keep your foundation strong. Vaccinate. Learn more at flu.gov. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Are you interested in connecting with the international community in the Pioneer Valley? Then volunteer to help your immigrant neighbors improve their English and integrate better into their surroundings. Become a volunteer tutor. Take a free 15-hour training taught by the International Language Institute in downtown Northampton. For more details on an application, go to ili.edu or contact Amy at ili.edu. Students come from Africa, Asia, Europe, Latin America, and the Middle East. So volunteer to tutor and expand your world. It's important to make sure your family has a plan in case of an emergency. We talked to this family to see if each of them knew where to meet if they were not together when something happened. If a natural disaster happened and we were outside the home, we would all meet at the park. That's our meeting point. I meet with our neighbor's house because she is my mom's good friend. We all have a meeting spot, which is a bus stop. Is your plan any better? To learn more about making an emergency plan for your family, go to www.mass.gov slash MEMA. Brought to you by the Ready Massachusetts U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. The Forbes Library staff would like to remind you of the incredible resource that you have in your local public library. 
We have tens of thousands of books for you to check out, music CDs, movies, newspapers from around the region, the state, and the country. We have a wide variety of magazines and free computer and internet access every day. We also have our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems. All of this is free, locally available at 20 West Street in Northampton. So come by and check us out in person or at www.forbeslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information. Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! You're listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. Today, community broadcasting is more important than ever. Corporate interests affect what music we hear on commercial radio, and real news and opinion take a backseat to ratings and profits. Valley Free Radio is owned by its members, operated by volunteers, its programming created by your friends and neighbors, and it's wholly supported by the community. Please consider going to www.valleyfreeradio.org donate to support free speech in the Pioneer Valley. Thank you so much. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow. John was still pushing the buttons. Sue Timberlake's still uh, holding down Hanging the right flank. Hanging in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Weasels have taken over Toad Hall. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, hopefully hopefully there'll be some people in your party that uh, are going to break ranks and, and uh, help get have. to the bottom of this. A yeah. few have. In fact, this piece that we're going to play next... Mm-hmm. Um, you and I were just discussing while we were off the air, and I, yeah. you know I like Chris Wallace, so I, I yeah. Listen, but but you're you're okay with us playing this, right? I'm, well, I'm I'd be okay with playing anything that's that's opposite, you know, like yeah. even if it's you know Sean Hannity going off on a rant, if it helps us like get at the issues we're talking about, I'm I'm willing to listen to it, even if I disagree with it. Yeah, but but Chris Wallace this isn't a rant. This is no, this, this is good. This, this is, is Chris Wallace doing. I believe it's called journalism. Yeah, <laughs> for Fox News. But he's so, calling them on it, right? That's yeah, yeah. The... So this is this is Chris Wallace talking to one of President Trump's defenders about how about it, about problems with the position she's taking. I think it's fair to say. I'll I'll let the clip speak for itself. Uh, this is actually her um, him talking to another uh, Fox um, analyst uh, analyst ah about about the situation. I'm yeah. not sure my characterization was wrong, but thank you. <laughs> Carry on. Did it change anything? Oh, I think it's changed quite a lot, Sandra. Uh, And the spinning that's been done by the president's defenders over the last 24 hours since this very damaging whistleblower complaint came out, uh, the spinning is not surprising, but it is uh, astonishing and I think deeply misleading. Uh, Let's look at what the whistleblower says. The whistleblower says that there was a troubling call in which the president asked uh, the Ukrainian president uh, to investigate and to look at the allegation of of misdoing by uh, Vice President Biden and by his son. We now have a rough transcript of that phone call and that's exactly what happened. The whistleblower, this is back in August, said that for a very unknown and surprising reason that the administration had held up aid to Ukraine. That was not widely known at the time. But in fact, it turns out that it was the case. And the whistleblower also said that Rudy Giuliani was having a lot, a number of contacts 
with Ukrainian officials and acting as his own, in effect, State Department. And that also turns out to be true. Um, there's another point that I think needs to be made, and I've been hearing over the last 24 hours a lot of criticism of the whistleblower. Let's go back to what the, uh, the acting director of national intelligence said yesterday in that hearing. He said the whistleblower exactly followed the procedure that a whistleblower is supposed to follow. First of all, he or she went to the CIA general counsel and raised these concerns. The general counsel looked into it, not a full investigation, but looked into it, found the concerns credible. So, uh, yeah, so Chris Wallace doing a good job of laying out what the... Uh, uh, that it's spin and it's not fact. Yeah. It's not factual. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, being a whistleblower in the U.S. intelligence community is really difficult. Yeah, even with all the rules they've tried to put in place, you can still get real you know, ruined. Yeah. There was some show that was on, I forget which channel or where it was, but it was sort of a review of like the last 50 whistleblowers and sort of how it went. And it was horrifying. It's like the people's lives were ruined that were whistleblowers, really ruined. Sure. You know, on every level, you know, from neighbors to jobs to, you know, marriages to all kinds of things because it's, it's a real risk. So whoever sure. this whistleblower is, thank you. Yeah. I think all of us really owe you that. So. Well, um, they are going to be appearing in front of Congress. Also, oh, uh, people are going to know who they are. Yeah, they Unless are going to Unless they do like be. the mass Singer. <laughs> they, never mind. Damn it, Sue. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I, I got cable again. Oh, <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. It's God, horrible. Yeah, it's, you can see your brain melting from here. <laughs> yeah. um, he... Uh, he or or she the the whistleblower is um has uh, lawyers uh they are waiting for security clearance for the lawyers yeah uh so they can appear before congress um because without the clearance they wouldn't be able to be is this going to be an open hearing or closed do you know i assume it's going to be closed first um but um i can look into it more yeah because congress needs to hear the all the facts yeah yeah so. Well, I'll be interested to see what happens with all the subpoenas and what gets produced and whether anybody gets arrested and toted off from the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that 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 I, would be extraordinary. I, I, doubt, I doubt that will happen, but certainly there's a there's an image there. So anyway, what Mitch McConnell said back in March mm -hmm. is if articles of impeachment were voted on in the House and forwarded to the Senate, the Senate would just not meet. No, he said the Senate would have to take a vote. Yeah. Now, that doesn't mean he will, but he said they would have to. I, I Honestly, I would not be surprised if Mitch McConnell decides to treat this the way he treated uh, President Supreme Obama Court. nominating Merrick Garland to the Supreme yeah. Court. Just say, well, you don't have to hold these hearings uh, just because the, the, the House was voted to Think what it would put do these to the before election. us doesn't mean we have to actually consider them. Yeah. <laughs> And I like how you made your jaw small when you did it. Yeah. But if he did that, that would be something to hang over the election. That would be really horrifying. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, might actually motivate a few people to vote, which would be good. Absolutely. Because uh, the more voters, the better. We all agree on that. Yes, yes, we do. The more registered voters. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> phantom, phantom voters, uh, uh, you know... Russian bots, anything like that. Yeah, no, we, that, that, those, dead people are, from the Chicago obituary rolls. You know, yeah. they don't need to be voting. Thank you, but not anymore. Yeah, yeah. but all the, all all the people that 
could vote should vote. So, so I just wanted to actually circle back for a moment yeah. though about uh, uh, a whistleblower and whistleblower protections. There's a, a, a I listen to a bunch of podcasts, and one of them is a by a, a, a by a fellow named uh, Kenneth Height, and it's called uh, Make No Law, and he talks about First Amendment issues. And so one of the things he talked about was oh, uh, I thought you were going to say it was the Height Report. No, never no mind. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Um, but there's a um, oh, wait, or is Ken Height the game designer? Crap, I'm suddenly forgetting. Anyway, uh, the fellow who does this report. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm having a blonde moment. Anyway, <laughs> this podcast is definitely called Make No Law, and you it's, were born blonde. I was, <laughs> yeah. and it's definitely about First Amendment issues. And in the episode I just listened to, it is definitely talking about how uh, there was sort of a conflict because, on the one hand, uh, uh, this like isn't Stacy's Pope hat guy. Oh, it might be. Yeah, he does First Amendment. He's an attorney. First First Amendment. Yeah, I don't know his be. real name, but it, his nickname recently has been Pope Hat. Oh, but. yeah. All right, I, it might be the same guy. Actually, yeah. yes. Maybe Stacy will call in and tell us <laughs> his <laughs> name is. Anyway, uh, the. So uh, the government can't keep you from talking about things, especially matters of public interest. So, like, you know, if you're like, I don't like the, 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 the new city bond to fund a baseball stadium or whatever, you know, like you're allowed to complain about that. Even if you're a city employee, you're allowed to say, I don't like how this public policy is being publicly policied. Um, there is some restriction if you're right. a so that's, mayor that's what or something. The, well, yeah. the, but the, this is what this yeah. is about, is because um, a fellow who was working in uh, Gil Garcetti's office in Los Angeles County District Attorney's uh, office uh, said, you know, uh, there was a case where basically like there was it was a, a search warrant and he thought uh, the, the, the police might have lied to, to, to get the warrant. And so he said wrote a memo that. and kicked it up the chain and said, this could be bad. Yeah. And he suffered all kinds of, of uh, professional sanctions. You know, they started. Because he was kind of whistleblowing, actually. Well, actually, yes. Um, and uh, so it went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court ruled uh, that his speech wasn't protected. That even though he's oh, calling it was part out of his job, right? Exactly, yes, because yes. this is how his job. This is yeah. part of his routine job. Yeah. And so when he's complaining about something as part of his job. He needs to go through the chain of command kind of Well, formal. but I mean, yeah. like, you know, like the bosses can fire him and deal with that however they like yeah. as part of running the office. And if he wants to be protected as a whistleblower, he has to get out there and start complaining about it in public. He has to go to the press or do something like yeah, that. Yeah, do all the steps that, that protect you as a whistleblower. That, Which don't really protect you. Yeah, that don't, that actually. Well, and when you started talking about it, I know there's cases where people in positions of power have to be careful about lobbying from their position, like on a override. They have there's there's certain st structures. Actually, we can ask uh, Nicole Lachapelle. Is she coming next Friday? Nicole Lachapelle, the mayor of East Hampton. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I believe so. Yes, yeah, so if maybe, I remember correctly. But there's 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 certain things you can say you're in favor of and do all that. But there's certain things you can't use your office to to promote that because it's going to a vote. Right. Yeah, and there's some there are some rules around that. But yeah, I love that. It's the employee. Yeah, he's the employee, and he was doing, he was basically complaining in his job, like you said. And, right. And he's not protected because that's an employee-employer relationship. It's right. not a public e speech. Even though he's taking steps to deal with public corruption. Yeah. As part of his job, I I really do think the Supreme Court got that particular decision wrong. I mean. Like, I understand the broader principle of we can't have somebody suing, you know, 
like the government, whether, you know, whether they're working for like a, a town or the state or the feds or whatever. Every time they disagree with a decision. Right. Every yeah. time they don't like how the boss responded to their memo. But at the same time, you know, like, hey, I have reason to believe that these detectives lied on a search warrant. I mean, yeah. that's huge. Well, and that's why you want the whistleblower stuff to protect people so that stuff can come out. Right. Yeah. So I, I, th that's a thing that we just need to, to fix as a nation in general. Yeah. I heard one about it. China's a very different country, but oh, the woman who... who <laughs> China is rather different. Yes. Yeah, but the woman who realized that they had HIV and, and hepatitis C contamination in all their blood banks, and she... she oh, in Hunan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and they talked about what happened to her, and I mean, she oh, eventually... Yeah, she just died, didn't she? Yeah, she yeah. just... She left the country eventually and uh, worked worked over here for a long time. Yeah, yeah. She was living but, in like... Utah or Montana or something like yeah. that, but yeah, yeah, but, yeah I remember. But she that. was run out, basically run out of China, and yeah, you know, death threats and all kinds of right, because she was saying like, like, oh, hey, we've got a problem with hepatitis in the in the clinic and here. HIV also, and then they put her to well, they put her in a in a desk job in Beijing, and while she's there, she's like, wait. I'm finding evidence that there's HIV in the national blood supply yeah. on a bigger scale, and she starts doing her own tests. Well, she actually found both, wrote a, a letter to her boss yeah. about it, and he never forwarded it, and she started to to question him because he never forwarded the, the proof. I mean, yeah. she had basically tested all the... And she was supposed to. I mean, that was her job. She was like quality control or something. Yeah, so. yeah very, very interesting story. But to escape to the U.S., to you know, escape being the death threats and all that, and... Um, you know, and some people have argued that that's why. Um, oh, I can't think of his name. Who's hiding out in Russia? Uh, Edward, uh, uh, Snowden. Snowden. Uh, Edward or Edward Snowden? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they were saying it was because he didn't think the whistleblower laws would protect him, and they were saying he didn't he didn't use the he didn't go through the mechanisms, so he wouldn't even if he. Right. He wouldn't be protected because he hadn't followed the protocol. Absolutely. Yeah. Same way Daniel Ellsberg wasn't protected. Yeah. Although we all thought he was a hero, so right, well, and and it is a, a, a fraught issue, and like, that's the Pentagon paper. Didn't he just die too? Pentagon Papers, yeah. No, I don't think so. There was something that was in the news this past. Charles week. Wilson, Valerie Plame's husband, died today. I know, ex-husband. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I know. I did the same thing. I'm like, and she's running for Congress, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm just like, I don't know. But yeah, and she was the one who was, you know, uh, who was exposed as a CIA spy after he yeah. wrote an op-ed saying there was no yellow cake in Niger and so forth. Well, you know how we talk ah the Bush administration, good times, huh? <laughs> yeah. So she has a great ad out, which we all talked about. Um, yeah. But you know who's coming out with ads this this weekend? Uh, on the AOC. topic, uh, in the topic of impeachment. Uh, AOC? Republican National Committee and Trump's reelection campaign have a whole bunch of I'm sure they spinny do. ads that are going to be all over the airwaves this weekend. So brace yourself. I look forward to it. Yeah. It'll be great. Yeah, no, they're too slick. Well, um, so we've got a few minutes left. And actually, I, uh, this is reminding me of something I thought might be worth sort of that leads into a, bit, a little bit of a pivot. But um, so... Obviously, there's a lot of concern over the safety of this whistleblower, whoever this person is. Um, and apparently a conservative lobbyist in D.C. has put up a $50,000 bounty for solid information to reveal who this person is. He should go to jail. 
Uh, sure. Jesus, really? No, yes, really. The bounty. Well, the actually, guy that offered the bounty should go to jail. I'm not saying the whistleblower. Right, right, no, right, no, right. No. Actually, yeah. I, uh, yes, I believe I it. Think I, the whistleblowers I believe are it. I believe really. Check our our, our trusted yeah. news sources, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's hope that because I could be. I, I, <laughs> you're repeating one of those spins, right? I I, I don't want to do that. Out of yeah. the shock spiral. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll, I'll well, we want to prove whether that's true or not. Cause right. We don't right. want to make it worse for. But yeah, I I think the whistleblower is one of the old-fashioned heroes. Yeah, that we really need I in agree. a time like this. I agree, and they've already like even in the 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 letter they sent to the uh, inspector general, they're revealing some uh, information that uh, uh, you know could expose them because they, they say like I'm the only person outside the White House to get a copy of this transcript. It's like yeah, oh, well, yeah, I, that'll be on the record. Yeah, that's yeah. that's not going to be hard to figure out, but um, but it does remind me because um, uh. As you may know, uh, across the pond, uh, Parliament has seated again in Britain. Because, yeah, they ran right back as fast as they could. Right, because the 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 the, the, U, the UK's Supreme Court ruled like, uh, well, actually, uh, Boris Johnson totally did this wrong. So you're back in session, right? So so they're in fact, you know, Parliament was not legitimately prorogued. So it wasn't prorogued at all. So you guys can still meet. You're still in session. Yeah. Well, I think I and, think they may be inspired to do something. Well, I think so. <laughs> the what is? I, I think so. But one thing that's really been uh, uh, shocking is Johnson, especially, but also some of his his minions, have been speaking on the floor of Parliament, and they're calling. Um, so there was a law that was passed uh, 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 earlier this month. Uh, the surrender the law. The Tony Benn law. That's what they're calling it. The surrender <laughs> yeah. law, the, the, the betrayal. Anybody who knows about um, leverage, it actually doesn't – it does prevent him from negotiating. It does prevent him from uh, uh, leaving hand, without a deal. One hand tied behind his back. I guess. Yeah, those that's, are – that, Here's that's, my perspective. That's a pretty silly way to put it, but sure. Yeah, well, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I believe in government, but small government, and this is where I think big government is a big problem, in that they have no idea what they've just done to the Brexit process. Uh, okay. From my perspective, that, that's, that, a, that's okay. a discussion for next week. Well, oh, no, that's that's a, that's a big discussion. I'm going to step aside from that just for a moment yeah. to point out the little thing that, or the huge thing that I wanted to mention that goes with that, uh, which is simply that. Uh, he has been talking about it as a betrayal, as a surrender, and members of parliament have been getting death threats using those terms, saying, like, because you supported the Surrender Act. You oh, know, they're directing it at the other— uh... At the other side. And they're actually explicitly quoting Boris Johnson. And so he was asked by people, like, I've been getting death threats, and we're sitting here, if you remember our colleague Joe Cox, who was murdered by somebody just before the, the referendum the vote Brexit. three years yeah, ago. I remember that. Um, you know, we're getting those kinds of threats, too. Please, you know, now would be a good time for you to get up and tone down the rhetoric and tell people. To, and, and Johnson gets up and says, no, I'm not going to do that. The yeah, Surrender Act he, is horrible. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's uh, like we're going there. If we aren't there already yeah. here in the U.S., I think we're going there. Well, and it's that polarization that is really it, it's sort of horrifying because some of the things that we say when they're provocative, you know, we do get responses from people who, yeah. who have feelings about what we say because people are afraid and i think that is the times that we're in yeah john sorry go ahead um just uh some clearing up of the Confusion? rumor 
mill, I yeah. guess. Um, oh, yes. Please. The $50,000 bounty, the only source I can find is the Washington Examiner. So, yeah. Oh, and that's oh. a right-wing... Uh, uh, yeah. Um, but, the uh, Post is on our list, but the Examiner is not. God, no. Yeah, no. no. Um, Examiner's not a, not a good outlet uh but that's the only place um so it may not be true all right so so whistleblowers don't be afraid yeah <laughs> it's uh <laughs> apparently was, a couple right. conservatives said they would pay money that that's that's where um other sites are picking it up. are are ah. getting it um the 35 senators yeah. thing that you're calling uh that's jeff flake jeff flake who is not in okay not as a no, no yeah. a former senator jeff flake he he called 35 senators there are 35 senators in uh right now he called them cowards you know because he doesn't have to deal with consequences anymore good old yeah. jeff flake yeah. good so, old yeah all right jeffrey a... uh, but, you know kavanaugh's okay i guess yeah 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 because the original number was 30 and it went up to 35 today yeah so. but i i don't really trust jeff flake I wouldn't. Um, so, so, so much for it. Well, it's good that we put these rumors to rest before we go off the air. Yes, thank you. Uh, 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 shocking story, but I guess I was uh, hoodwinked. I sh- should have probably yeah. actually clicked the link as opposed to don't go, oh, let, my God, look at that. Don't let my party make you carry the water. <laughs> thank you. Because that is what they're going to do all weekend. Wait till you see these ads this weekend. I'll leave it at that. It's like Spin City. Uh, yeah, the only yeah. thing I'm really looking forward to watching the, the, this this weekend is uh, the new season of The Good Place has started. Hooray! <laughs> I just want to um, put in a, a, some quick notes about Please. the uh, the next debate. Well, not the next debate, the one in November when the the Democratic committee uh, raised the the threshold for what everybody needed. Uh, now it's three percent in four polls that approve polls and 165 uh, unique donors. Uh, we have 165,000, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, it's not yeah. We <laughs> have say, uh, five people that have met both th- thresholds. Um, Biden, Buttigieg, uh, Harris, Sanders, and Warren. Um, a bunch of other ones have met the donor, but not the uh, poll threshold. Mm. Um, and was there another <clears throat> poll that had to do with the two Iowa and New Hampshire? There's some other like uh, if you get above six percent in a uh, speci- in a in one of those two in a uh, early poll, an early state they, poll, then that that counts. You said could count. Yeah, yeah. So I knew there was like a there was like a hook. Right. Yeah. Um, so which is why Harris is going to go live in Iowa, right? I think. Uh, also, Biden is down to twenty eight percent. Warren is up to twenty one percent. Sanders is at seventeen. Buttigieg has pulled ahead from from Harris, five point five to five five percent. Uh, did you see that there was a poll out of California that put Elizabeth Warren on top ahead of Biden and yeah. Harris? So yeah, I I don't really look at a lot of state polls just because oh, they're real clear. I'm looking at real clear polls. right now. This yeah. uh, it's just a compilation, um, but it's a good snapshot. Yeah. I just want to give it, an update to everybody. Thanks. It is still so. September of 2019, and the elections in November 2020. So, well, we're thinking more about the the primary right now. Well, that's true. Uh, March, I think. So we're only about six months out. Yep. 
five months. In uh, Iowa and New Hampshire, like February, January, yeah. February or something? I, You know, I put the dates on the civil politics calendar that we share, the Google calendar, so we can look at that and we can start mentioning that, I guess, as we get forward. Anyway, uh, it is time uh, to heed the music and uh, wrap up the show for tonight. Uh, thank you to several listeners who've uh, uh, commented during the show. Uh, uh, Ken Height is the game designer. I think Ken White is the attorney, so apologize <laughs> for that. Um, and I'll tell you off the air what the Height report is, which I cannot okay. say on the air. Nothing to do with unknown armies. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we do have to wrap up, so we're going to. Uh, uh, we appreciate you listening. There'll be a podcast of the show uploaded to the various services later on. Uh, we've got an encore presentation next Monday at 4. And now we're going to get off the air and let a whole bunch of really great music for, from Valley Free Radio come out uh, for the rest of the night. Thank you for listening to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. Good night. Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.